Previously on Kids on Bikes. The power goes out, but even while the power is out, your TV goes on static. You are left with this one phrase. The buzzing man. Well, yes, if you'll walk with me, uh, we're just going to... walk and talk. Okay, cool, cool. Go to my office and... Cool, cool, good, good. This is good. Conduct the interview. Uh Uh-huh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have my resume with me. And I'm sorry, I didn't get your name? Uh, Randall Lawrence. So once dinner has wrapped up, what do you do? It's Sunday. I'm going to sprawl out in front of the TV and work on my homework that I have not finished. Okay. I put on a charming Mary smile and say, Hi, you're quite large. And I know that most animals uh, respond poorly to fear, so I'm going to try to uh, not show any fear and instead treat you like I would treat any new animal that was suddenly right in front of me and uh, and look confident and, and hope that you don't understand words because that would be weird, but um, hi there. Hollow starts focusing and quells the fire. It starts to go down. Mr. Lawrence, I'd like to offer you a position with us. Just bring two forms of ID, but those points are getting bigger because they're coming through the screen. And stepping out through the screen is what you can only describe as a buzzing man. everybody welcome to the next episode of kids on bikes how are all my kids good awesome good awesome (laughs) thank you david i don't know (laughs) i loved it i loved it this is episode six of of the second arc the fuzzy arc we probably still have a few episodes left in this one actually i feel like we have quite a few i can almost guarantee it (laughs) Uh, it's gonna be a little bit of a you know longer one but (laughs) <laughs> Definitely want to start off with giving a shout out to all of our patrons. Yay! Uh, yeah, on hi, the patrons. old Patreon. So, hello. Patreon has changed up their website. So, let me try and pull up a list <laughs> of patrons and not look like a doofus. Spoiler I'm going to look like a doofus. Hey, I think you look like a cute doofus. Oh, thank you. A doofus. Oh, yeah. dang it, Kate. High or five. A- a doofed. Oh, wow. We haven't even started recording and we've got the face. <laughs> was that one for Kate or for David? Or... That one was for Kate. All oh, right. Kate. So this one's going out to Kate. Tally in the notes is Kate. One. First face. Do I get bonus points for <laughs> extracurricular face? <laughs> <laughs> extracurricular face. Put that one on your college transcripts. <laughs> Perfect. It'll be just as helpful as everything else on my college transcripts. <laughs> Daniel Spencer gave good face. I listened to Vogue today. So. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to go ahead and. Thanks, I'm patrons. Read, Thanks for giving us money. Yes, thank you, all of you. You're wonderful. Here we go. We've got Alex Kirk, Ooh, Brits on Bikes, Buki Wilson. Chase Yarbrough, Chris Spencer, Colin Parker, 
Eve Smith. I never saw that podcast. Jenny Spencer, Mona Carroll, Noah Croft, Nada Beanie, Robert McFadden, Sarah M. Black, The Dice Girls, and Travis Drake. Nice. Thanks, so everybody. Thank you, all <laughs> just, of you. Just now, I was like, Mona, like the waitress. Oh, wait. I remember yeah. how this works. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. She's like the waitress's name. <clears throat> uh, yes, so. she's like the waitress's name. All right, so do we want to just jump right in, or does anyone have anything, any you know, <laughs> fun stuff they want to talk about? Actually, you know what? Yeah, there is a, a fun thing I would like to talk about. Um, oh, or okay. Kind of Wait, make other uh, people talk yourself about. Right up there. <laughs> Self high five. So it's not that. <laughs> We haven't talked about the other shows that everybody does in a while. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. I'd love to give uh, everybody some uh, opportunities to talk about they stuff. So I have Kids on Bikes that I'm doing. I've recently joined The Fourth Journal uh, as a Gravity Falls recap podcast, picking up uh, about three-fourths of the way through the first season of the show, and that's awesome. Yeah, so that's what I'm working on. Let's go down the line from the order of people that I see in the Google Hangout window from right to left. So, David. Mm, I currently have five shows, including this? Five shows? Yeah. Including this one, right? Including this one. Yeah. Diana and I have three different shows we're on. We have the Macintosh and Mod stable, including Macintosh and Mod, a My Little Pony podcast, which just kicked off season five with our first guest for episode three, Amity Armstrong. And Yay. many, many kids on bikes will uh, will be featured this season as well. Be riding through? A little bit. Uh, we also have Macintosh and Mod Haven't Seen What, a show where we make each other watch movies we should have already seen. Uh, right now, we are on hiatus, but we are currently working our way through some Stanley Kubrick, which Ooh, is nice. going to oh, be boy. fascinating to talk about. I love Kubrick. Hey, nobody nobody get upset about this. And then lastly, we have The Dog House, a Riverdale podcast, which I'm going to say, it's not it's not bad. I'm kind of surprised. Riverdale's doing pretty good right now. So. I was going to say, Riverdale's not bad or your podcast is not bad? <laughs> I'm surprised. My podcast is pretty good. Riverdale. Hey, you know, we all have days when we're surprised that our podcast is pretty good. That's, <laughs> That's true. That's a mood right there. Hey, um, David, I just realized that I have never heard you say the title of your movie podcast before. I've only heard Diana say it for a year now. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> the Doghouse is uh, is running strong. We're we're finishing out the season. There's all sorts of craziness going on in Riverdale with between Archie and Jughead and Betty and Veronica and everybody else in the town. So even if you don't want to watch that show, you can come listen to us complain about it because it's quite entertaining. And then I have a show with none other than James over here. Who, me? Yeah, you. Couldn't be. Called Track Me. It's still me. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> in which we have hashtag song fights about two different songs in a variety of categories. We just we, want, we, we just released our second episode about uh, the best bridges, and we're going to start having guests on for that soon as well. So yeah, we recorded our first guest episode uh, last weekend. Yep, I think it's I think it's Jeff. Funny, that's a good one. It was still it was also funny when that other person said that uh, earlier in the week. <laughs> so yeah, those are yeah. It's all of it's been lots of fun to do. We have organized debates about music that go off on some tangents, 
Only some. Some tangent. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's keep going down the line. Kate? Hey, I actually have a new thing that I'm working on. It has not been released yet, and it doesn't have a timeline because life is hard like that, but I am working with uh, AJ, the wonderful creator of Straight Off the Top of My Headlines, and we are doing a project called IP Thieves, where we're just gonna steal your shit and copy it to the best of our abilities, which is to say, not very well, but we're gonna have a lot of fun doing it. Awesome. Cool. Google nice. that. Don't. There's nothing there. We'll get there. I'll tell you when it happens. By the time this episode airs, you might. Yeah, oh, that's God. real. Unless I just purposefully procrastinate and don't edit, which might happen. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Not <Sad>. me. <laughs> All right. Awesome. James. Yes. Um, well, as David mentioned, uh, I'm on track meet with him, which is very cool and exciting and suddenly has me working out editing muscles that I forgot to build um, with other podcasts. <laughs> Like the one that I do with Aaron called Unabashedly Obsessed, where two best friends talk about things related to pop culture and not so pop culture, and also sometimes just throw out the entire book and do things like write a movie that's based on titles. Culture. Or, well, it, that's not so pop culture because. Right. Yeah, because it's not real. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we have a, we have a good time and a fun time. And we have cool guests and also not guests sometimes too. Great pitch on that. Um, I hey, also you did do... better than I would have. <laughs> My elevator <laughs> pitch game is not strong. <laughs> I uh, I also do a show called Blinking You'll Miss It, uh, which is a Blink One Eight Two discography podcast um, where every episode is over before you know it. It's a uh, season one was a an alphabetical run through of all of the songs. Well, most of all of the songs of Blink One Eight Two, Boxcar Racer, and Plus Forty Four. And then I only mention that now because I'm told that there's going to be a new Blink One Eight Two album before they play the 25th anniversary Warp Tour stuff this summer. So look for maybe new episodes about that coming out soon. And that's at Blink Two Two Six Racer at Track Meet Cast at UFO Podcast. Uh, I also do a countdown show. Follow me at Unabashed James, and I retweet when new episodes come out. I'm catching up from the first season of Blink, and you'll miss it, really getting me behind and then giving me shingles. So it, it sent me behind on this countdown thing that I do. That's it so far. But again, uh, follow at Unabashed James uh, for any and all guest appearances. I like being guests on shows. Same. Yeah, it's <laughs> lots and lots of fun. And uh, so yeah, follow me. I retweet the hell out of stuff also follow me because uh, i retweet awesome people and especially like awesome women in my life that do awesome creative funny things so awesome thank you speaking of awesome creative women aaron hi well we've mentioned that i do unabashedly obsessed with james i also do kids on bikes which some of you may be familiar with it's an mm. actual play podcast where what? we play the game kids on bikes which is kind of <laughs> like a stranger things <laughs> sort of vibe it's pretty cool you should check it out yeah, um, i'm not into it <laughs> Nobody then, tell her that's what we're recording right now. Oh, <laughs> shit. No, okay. Um, and then I do one called FMK All Day with Elizabeth from Your Fave is Problematic, where each week we get hitched, get laid, and commit a murder, all in 15 minutes or less. We play Fuck, Mary Kill, and we had to take a couple weeks off because we were both sick, but we recorded a few episodes last night, so... We should be back on track by the time this episode airs. Yeah. So that's a that's a fun one to just, you know, dive into if you just need something short and weird. Because it's very weird. <laughs> we go some places. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's 
a delight is what it is. <laughs> it's we're having we're having a lot of fun with it. And then I'm in like all the audio dramas. So many audio dramas. Like mm-hmm. I we want to play our game, so I'm not going to list all the audio <laughs> dramas that I'm in. But uh 1994 is the big one that is still releasing that I have a recurring role in. Um it's a road trip buddy comedy podcast set in 1994. So far, I mean, by the time this airs, who knows what you'll be the star of? Yes, that's true. That's true. I did send off two auditions last week, and I have two more auditions that I'm sending off this week. So... Nice. We'll see. <laughs> Look for the Aaron box set of audio drama appearances coming soon. Yeah, uh, that's fantastic. And as James and Kate touched on as well, I believe most of us are always happy to guest on stuff if you want us to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Reach out via Twitters. Hit us up. Oh, We're man. probably already sitting in front of our recording station, so just <laughs> yeah. there's a very try. good chance. <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's just jump right back into it where we left off. Garrett and Cat and Hollow were hanging out with. Uh, well, hanging out's not the right word, but they were riding with Mike <laughs> back to mike's bikes and Randall. You were hanging out in the house looking for Tom. Yep. And a humanoid-like figure crawled out of the TV at you. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. hate when that happens. Mary Sue. It's Mary. You were left in a staticky non-space thing. Yes, yes, yes. And I have two dads with me. <laughs> and you have two dads. My two dads. My two dads. dads are- <laughs> <laughs> High five, James. <laughs> Someone tweeted to us uh, the My Two Dads poster for it. They did? With Randall and Lawrence as the two dads. And Hollow as the girl. Dads. Let's go deal with the most fascinating of all of those things, (laughs) which is going to take place at the Clark house. So Meg. Yes. (laughs) Meg's mother comes down the stairs to check in on Meg, who was watching TV, to find, and I'm sure this is going to be a surprise to everybody here, the TV on, just on static, and no one in the living room. And after looking around, she's able to conclude that Meg is missing. Gasp. (laughs) (laughs) So now we'll move on. We'll, We'll change focus here to the car ride. Can I ask a dumb question? Yes. Yes, but you have to do it in Kat's voice. Why are we in this car? (laughs) Why did we decide to go to the bike store? What time is it? Mike was concerned about the a potential break in. You know, I remember that. I just don't remember why it was relevant for me and Garrett to go. Or Uh, Randall. He wanted Garrett to go because Garrett had had been the one to say, Oh yeah, hey, your store is wrecked and I was there. Oh yeah. We had totally seen it wrecked as well, and so he just wants to, especially since you had last seen Mary Sue at the bike shop, he wants to go check that out and take y'all with him so that he can get a little bit of further information. And we just decided, Uh, okay, we'll get in the car with this man who's not our dad, and It's not like he hasn't driven us around before. Hashtag the 60s. He's given you a ride before, though. No, I know that, but it's like- We've super hung out with him before, it's fine. No, he I know, it's totally juice. fine. Mike's super cool. It's just very random that he's like, hey, kids, come to the store with me. And we're all like, well, we got nothing better to do tonight. So y'all are riding in the car. What time is it? It's like nine. It's late at night. 
Like it's like nine ish. Okay. So you sit you you all last saw Mary like at the store? Yeah. She said she was gonna clean. She wanted to clean up some because it was kind of messy. Okay. She wasn't there okay. when I was there. Right. Yeah, Garrett wasn't with us when we were I don't know where Garrett where I don't remember where you were, but you weren't with us. It's a long story. Well, we've got a little bit of a car ride. <laughs> yeah, I told you all about my slide races. I didn't get to hear about your day. <laughs> Did you say slide races? Yeah, remember I told you about the time about earlier today when Meg and I went to the park and we did the swings and we did the slide races. It was real fun. I told you all about it. I, I'm sorry, I don't remember. Oh, well, we went to the park and we did, the swings <laughs> and we did some slide races and then we went home and I made soup and now we're here. Uh, that's great. Where'd you Thank go? Thank you for sharing. I checked out that new business, uh, Lincoln Integrated Systems. And had a whole bunch of adventures. I what need a fake ID that says that my name is Randall DeHaven. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I applied for a job. What is Mike doing right now? <laughs> I mean, he's driving, but also is. It's not like he's concerned. I, it's not like he thought I was like a super chill individual already. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not throwing anything off here. It's cut. There's a lot of concerning, possibly shady activities going on, and I didn't want to give them my name, and those were the names that I pulled out of my head. Where are you going to get a fake ID for a person who doesn't exist? Because there isn't a real ID for that person that doesn't exist. No, no, exist where? Yet. Not why. Where? <sighs> I know why you need to get a fake ID for a person who doesn't exist, because you can't get a real ID for a fake person. Where? Are you going to get a fake ID for a person who doesn't exist? That's why I asked. Uh, we'll 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 talk about this after we find Mary. I think we might be able to come up with something. <laughs> Mike's just going to get her a fake ID. <laughs> why? Just Mike's the real coolest quick, dad. Why do you dad. need a fake ID? <laughs> he just said Randall DeHaven doesn't exist. <sighs> I think Garrett knows what I'm asking. Uh, 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 mm. Mr. Lawrence, there is some goings on going on there, and I think it behooves all of us to have somebody on the inside, and I also think it behooves all of us to not give them our real name. There are goings on going on? Presently. Great. And so you think as a 15-year-old mm -hmm. that you're the best person for the job of <laughs> spying on and infiltrating this supposedly dangerous company well i've done a heck of a job so far sir <laughs> okay i mean they probably won't see it coming they i mean they did take my application sure sure awesome i want to see his first day outfit so badly that's just <laughs> that's just for I me i show up in my own lab coat <laughs> bow tie bow tie <laughs> <laughs> So let's just, how about, the, how about this? We'll focus on finding my missing daughter. That's the most important. And then we'll figure out whatever is going on with this Lincoln Integrated Systems thing. Good priorities. And he slows down and pulls to a stop in front of Mike's bikes. Randall. Yes, sir. There's a tall, buzzing man in front of you. Well, that's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I just wanted to make sure you knew he was still there. Let's get back to uh, Mary Sue. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What are what are you doing? What's your? What's going on? I mean, 
I'm gonna try to run because that's weird. Okay, awesome. So then roll flight for me. Oh, that's a one plus one is a two. Okay, take that adversity token. Those adversity tokens, right? Yep. You try and run. You basically just bolt for the front door and the buzzing man turns and just extends his arm out from where he's standing to the edge, like the far edge of the front door. And it's just like it stretches solidly out that way. And it catches you like uh, basically clotheslines you. Oh, man. And you fall to the floor and feel a little bit of a burn across the top of your chest. Ow. (laughs) Uh Accurate. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'm on the ground. How close am I to the door? Maybe like 10 feet. Oh, that's too far. How far away am I from the television? A lot closer. You're probably about five feet from the set itself. Is there anything near the television with which I might be able to destroy it? Destroy the television? Correct. Aunt Nancy is not going to be happy with you if you destroy her story box. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's some lighter furniture. Like, there's a lamp nearby that you think you could probably pick up and swing at it. There's, like, an end table that's small enough that you can go right for it. We'll do that end table. Because, you know, this is a 1960s television, so it was built like a tank. Yes. All right, I'm going to... I'm going to brawn it up and see if I can't swing this end table and bust through the television set. Okay, roll fight for me. Ah, it's a two. Take those adversity tokens. You go to swing the end table and it uh, has more heft than you thought and you drop it. (laughs) Hey, at least you managed to pick it up. I did. I did a thing. You did a thing. And the buzzing man's going to do a thing now. Oh, no. And he is going to go after you. He is going to reach towards you with his hands. Well, his arms that end in kind of conical points. So roll flight for me as he attacks. All right. That's a three. But I believe at this point I've got eight adversity tokens. Jeez, Louise. Goodness. Wow. Because I think I've failed like at least four times in this point and haven't cashed any. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and push them all in and that'll put me to an 11. Okay. So then he goes to grab at you and you definitely won that roll. So go ahead and narrate for me what happens. He's going to grab at me dead straight on, but I'm going to dodge out of the way. And is there a back door? Yes, there is. How close am I to it? I'd say you're probably equidistant from the front door to the back door, 20 feet either way. Okay, well, I dodge him nicely and then immediately break for that door. And then I think he, the the buzzing man's momentum leads him up to sort of the wall so that I get just enough of a reach to be able to make it out that door in time. Perfect. So as you bolt out of the door, you hear a staticky screech and you smell shit. smoke i guess like an ozone smoke though like an electrical fire yeah like an electrical fire what does tv static smell like just kind of like an electrical fire so what do you do i mean i'm running i guess i'm i'm in a backyard with a fence or something right aaron do the dehavens have a fence um it depends randall do you want to try to vault a fence (laughs) i i don't know cat (laughs) i I think yes i think they have a lovely white picket fence Uh (laughs) oh So, yeah, I'm 
The tops of how the boards tall? are very pointy. <laughs> but how tall is it? Fence height. I don't know, like four feet. Is that a fence height? That's a yes. short fence. <laughs> that is, that is a, a, pretty that short a picket fence. fence. That makes sense. Yeah. Randall Randall knows he can't jump very high, so he is going to like try to carefully climb over that fence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would it be helpful if I, if I put a wood pile in the corner? Now, hold on a <laughs> Now, hold on. This, this isn't. Can I ro- can I roll to put a wood pile in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> yes, roll uh, your game master dice. That would be all of them. Um, okay. So that's a um, seventy four thousand. Ooh. All right. Well, unfortunately, the uh, difficulty was seventy five thousand. Damn. Oh, <laughs> so close. Dang it. Hey, I have six adversity tokens. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I do have three adversity tokens. Yeah, that, I haven't used that, them up yet. That will not help. When I'm uh, DMing, they so. each count for a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even what I had planned for us tonight, Dan. We haven't even gotten to tomorrow yet. I'm so excited. So, Randall, roll me flight to get over that fence. Okay. I, I do have six adversity tokens that are at your disposal, and I do have three, and they do each count for a thousand. Now, hold on. No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to take, James, I'm going to take four of your adversity tokens because I got a two plus a one is a three, so we're at seven. All right. So I have two left. Okay. You are able to scale that fence. Yay. No wood pile needed. (laughs) No wood pile needed. Huzzah. And as you do, like as you're kind of flipping around to go over the top of it, you turn around and see the buzzing man crawling out of the back door. And at this point, he is hulking. He is bigger than when you last saw him. And he is looking around for you. Okay, what would... Randall Randall knows that he's not going to be able to outrun this thing. What would hiding be? Is that a grit roll? That would be flight as well. All right. Randall's just going to try and hide in like some kind of shady corner that he can't be seen in. Over by the wood pile. (laughs) The non-existent wood wood pile on the other side of the picket fence. Hey. There's plenty of good shady spots that you can hide in. So that explodes. So that is a six plus one is a seven. Perfect. You are able to hide, and you see the buzzing man step over the fence. Like, doesn't even have to try and climbing. He just steps right over it as he's looking for you. And, like, his whole body turns as he moves to the left and the right, since he doesn't have any discernible facial features. And he makes that horrible shrieking sound. Rude. Walks over to a streetlight, reaches up, puts his hand on it, and just disappears right up into it. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> that streetlight goes out. That streetlight is a port key. <laughs> so the streetlight kind of explodes. Uh, it gets like really super bright and then explodes and he is gone. Okay. Well, <laughs> Randall obviously just goes with cuss me. <laughs> and then is going to very, very carefully, he's going to walk backwards around the house because I imagine like there's a little gap between the houses. So he's like mm-hmm. walking through that little alleyway between the houses just He's staring at that st- to stare at the street light <laughs> to make sure oh, the okay. buzzing man isn't coming out until he gets out of out of eyesight of the of the street light and then Got he's going to go head back inside okay when you head back inside you see that there is a large scorch mark along the wall where he kind of collided with it i'm going to go up and feel that scorch mark and 
I'll do a brains roll to see if there's anything I notice from that. Okay. It's a four. All right. So you feel the scorch mark, and it is already cold. I mean, cold isn't the right word necessarily, but it's wall temperature. Right. It's not hot to the touch at all. Right. There's not really a whole lot that you can garner from that, but with a four, there's really not a whole lot you can garner for that, so go ahead and take a couple adversity tokens. Okay. And yeah, it's cold. It doesn't seem like it is a fire hazard, but that's about it. How is, what shape is the TV? I I didn't even hit the TV, right? You did not hit the TV. The TV is in absolutely fine shape. Randall's going to turn on the television. Okay. It turns on absolutely fine. Channels come in. Channels are coming in clearly. Insert carefully researched... 60s TV show. <laughs> I Dream of Genie. I Dream of Genie is on. I didn't do any research for that. Sorry. It's fine. Okay. No, I'm saying the TV is fine. Oh, okay. The Monsters. James, the is Monsters okay. is on. Oh, shit. Yes, the Monsters. At 9.30? Yeah. All right. But yeah, everything is coming in fine. Let's change focus to Mary. Yes. Hello. So you got a, you got a couple dads hanging out with you. Yep. And you've already demonstrated to Ed that you are more than capable. Yes. And despite that fact, never mind. (laughs) He explained to Tom what was going on after I had already explained to Tom what was going on. But it's fine. Mansplaining. Dads Dads be dads, you know? (laughs) You know, it's just how... It's just how dads talk. You can't help him. You just gotta you just gotta try and guide them, you know? <laughs> so you are hanging out in this staticky open space. Yeah. What what are you doing right now? Can you remind me what the consistency of I reached down and grabbed some some static ground before and it was like goo? Like static goo? Is that what we Yeah, did? it was kind of kind of gooey. Does it hold a shape? It does not, no. It's like a you know, Newtonian fluid. Okay. Um cool. Very cool. Um, so I guess we're just, I mean, I would think that Mary would walk with purpose. Mary is walking with purpose in a direction, trusting that the, that her band of dads is following close behind. Awesome. <laughs> As you are rocking out in that direction. Yep. You know the one. I do know the one. I know which way you're going. You hear a loud buzzing coming from your left. Okay. And as you look over to see what it is, yep. the buzzing man just kind of zhoop, right, like pops up, like rises from out of the ground. His back is to you. Okay. As far as you can tell, just from... Right. <laughs> Posture you know. and sort of like shoulder location and stuff and let let me say this let me say this you can see even through the static yeah he's got a butt not all right all right and because of that you can tell that you're looking at his back (laughs) is it a good butt it's a good butt i mean it's a little fuzzy how (laughs) i love when the title track appears on the album um (laughs) so how tall? We're going to ask how good of a butt because it is 83% good. Nice. Wow. That's good a good enough. butt. All right. So, um, <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty not good Mary's butt, standards. though. Mary does not Solid. do 83%. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> so, how tall is the buzzing man? Relative. Right now, about nine feet tall. Okay. So, the butt okay. is approximately eye level. Right. Um, yeah. All right. Its back is to us and everything mm-hmm. that comes with that. So. I guess I'm going to give one of those military, like, fist-in-the-air stop motions. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to stop and be okay. very, very quiet. 
<laughs> he kind of turns, kind of like shakes almost, like a wet dog shaking water off of it. Okay. And in doing so, shrinks down to about six feet. Okay. As bits of static come flying off of it and just reassimilating into the static world that you're in. Okay. And then another hole kind of opens up, up above him. Okay. And he jumps up through it. Okay. And then the hole closes up and he's gone. I'm going to run over to where the hole was and see if there's any remnant of it. All right. Roll me some brains. Brains. Roll that beautiful brain footage. Uh-oh. I'm in rare form tonight. Ten. Ten. Okay, great. So there, are, there's no remnant of the hole, but you can, basically what you're able to kind of figure out from that is that it seems like maybe he is controlling when they are, when and where they open up. Okay. On on this side of things. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn to Tom and Ed mm-hmm. and say, all right, fellas, any ideas? Well, um, this is new territory for me. Never been in a void before. Uh-huh. But seems to me like maybe we should try and find out how to get out. Yep. Okay. Tom? Anything? She's referring to them by their first names. Tom is just stupefied. Yeah. Huh. He is just like, what? I if it's big, big monster and wits and okay. So and, uh, and we got uh, we got Mary. Abbott and Costello over here. And but if so, <laughs> but the TV. And, okay. But but I just but, but it's so. If you, I, I can't oh is walter there too cool 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 um okay so they're clearly not going to be helpful so she is going to keep walking is she right. is anyone wait are we tired how long have we been walking yeah, you've been walking for long enough you're getting a little a little tired Okay, we're going to walk for another 22 minutes, and then we're going to make camp. Why 22 minutes? It's the length of a TV show with commercials. (laughs) Okay, so let's shift focus to the folks in the car, or rather at Mike's Bikes now. Oh, thank goodness. Mike has opened up the door and is looking around in a state of dismay. Obviously, he's turned... Lights on and everything. And so he turns to you, Garrett, and says, is this the way that it was when you left it? Uh, yep. <laughs> right. And Kat, yep. where did you last see Mary Sue? Uh, uh, the last place I saw Mary Sue was outside of Jake's Shakes. And then she was okay. going to come back here, but Meg and I went to the park. Okay. I'm sure she's fine. I mean, is it possible that she just went home and we like just missed her? Yeah, that's that's very possible. Oh, Mary, did you leave your bike out? Yeah. Okay. I would have I think I would have uh propped it just inside the door where I always propped it. Well, if she went home, she wouldn't have I mean, she would have taken her bike and it's right here. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. She wouldn't have taken a different Unless... bike like a cooler bike? <laughs> I well, did. I did indicate that I, that was what I was wanting to do. She has been kind of wanting a new bike for a while. But so. would she have left this one here? That doesn't seem like her. Well, I mean, she can't ride two bikes. But yeah. she cleans up after herself. Yeah, but this She's is a but fastidious to cleaner. Leave it here so that I could. This is a just big mess. Sell I mean, maybe she it. Would she have not at least put it in the back by your workbench? I mean. It depends on how. It's fine. I'm more concerned about the location of your daughter than you. That's fine. 
Do you feel good about that? Listen, listen, Garrett. What was in that candy? While this is happening, can Kat go over to the phone and try calling Mary's house just to see if she's home yet? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Kat's going to do that. Okay. Because Kat is a little uncomfortable right now. (laughs) (laughs) The phone rings and rings and rings. I mean, that's exactly what I expected to happen. Cat just kind of wanted some business to do while Garrett and Mike were... Having a pissing contest. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fair. Listen, Garrett, I'm very concerned about the whereabouts of my daughter. All I'm saying is the fact that her bike is here is not an indicator that something is wrong. Here's what we're going to do. It's late. We're going to go home. If she is not home in the morning, I'm going to call the police and we will get it sorted then. I know there's a time limit on when you can actually report someone missing. <laughs> So I'm going to wait and give them a call tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So we yourself. all know her. She is a girl of her own mind. If she wanted to go out for a late night walk, then she would do that. Maybe she's got a boyfriend wah, wah. that she hasn't told me about. I don't know. So who knows? Not me. No comment. <laughs> what is Hollow doing this whole time? <laughs> is she just standing there Hollow like just watching kinda... the ping pong match? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. She solved the whole thing. So, before I get us all back in the car, anything else anyone wants to look at here? Nope. No. All right. Well, let's go home. And he piles everyone back in the car and drives everyone back home. Well, drives back to his house. And he's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in and get some sleep. Do any of you need a ride to your house? I know you've got your bikes here. I mean, I just live across the street, so... Right. I'll, I'll I'll take my bike, sir. That's fine. It's fine. Okay. Everything's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Are you going to be okay, Garrett? I'm great. <laughs> All right. And he goes inside. Hollow's like, um, where do I go? You come home with me, Hollow. Uh, Randall's probably inside. Okay. You can you can sleep at my house, Garrett. Are you okay going home, or do you need to sleep on the sofa? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or something. Mm-hmm. Should should we like plan when we're like should we meet up here in the morning, maybe? Sure. Sure. That works for me. All right. Okay, great. Good night. Bye. Bye, ladies. Garrett gets on his bike and rides to Officer Ross's house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna knock on the door. Officer Ross opens the door. He is in light blue pajamas with white trim. What, um, what do you want? More people are going missing. Okay, who's missing now? Mary Sue. Oh, your, uh, your girlfriend. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone else? Probably some other people, but I'm most concerned about the missing 16-year-old girl. Of course. Yep. Okay. (laughs) I'll, I'll add it to my list of things to look into, but I'm not working the night shift tonight, so... You don't have any personal projects that you like to work on? In the evenings? Uh, of course I do, but it's late and I'm about to go to bed. Everyone needs hobbies. What kind of hobbies do you have, Officer Ross? Um, you know, normal ones. Do you have a Do you have a woodworking shop in your garage or your basement or... No, I don't, um... That's a shame. You should really utilize that space. Okay, <laughs> you're starting to get weird, so... Started. Usually it takes much longer for people to say that, sir. I really appreciate this conversation. We're having a great night. Good night. And he closes the door. <laughs> and you can hear it lock. Garrett will go home now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for uh, checking some boxes on what's not in the basement for me, Kate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Garrett wasn't going to just go home without making sure somebody knew Mary Sue was missing. 
<laughs> Randall, Cat and Hollow come walking in through the front door. Hey, cousin. In between when we left off, Randall has now searched through the entire house. He very, very slowly opened the door because he knew Mrs. DeHaven had had a very rough night. <laughs> Such a good nephew. But he opens the door because he expects Tom to be there too, and he is not. And so Randall has put two and two together and now knows that Tom is missing as well. So they walk mm-hmm. in to see Randall with a scorch mark across his chest, burns all over the walls. The back door is still wide open, probably a bunch of stuff scattered throughout the house, and they just see him kind of wild-eyed as they walk in. What happened to you? Uh, Cat, your dad is missing. Like, missing, missing? Like everybody else is missing? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Also, the static came out of the television and attacked me. Like what happened at the bike shop? Yeah, except a little bit worse. (laughs) Yeah, Hollow runs up and hugs Randall real tight. And Randall's still kind of out of it, so he's basically just pointing at himself with burn marks on him. And then... Takes one hand and hugs Hollow down and below him. Well, we couldn't, we just got, we went to the bike shop and we couldn't find Mary. And her dad said that he can't report her missing until tomorrow morning. So I guess, do we need to wait until tomorrow morning to tell anybody my dad's missing? Because when your dad was missing, they didn't seem very concerned. There's something that's, that's got to add up here, right? We... There's too many things that make sense together with Lincoln integrated systems being with all the televisions that we've heard about the static coming through the TV. And then haven't we heard people yelling help from the television before? Have we? I thought only Garrett had heard that. Well, don't y'all remember at Christmas time? I remember seeing Santa and I remember that ghost monster. Oh, (laughs) cuss. Do I remember the... The static help? Yeah, I mean, like, Aaron remembers, but I can't remember what the context of it was. It was just like, as during Christmas present, you saw a whole bunch of scenes, and in all of those scenes, the TVs all turned on and you all heard a help. Oh, okay. And then Randall yelled at the the ghost of Christmas present to be like, well, what are we doing? Oh, okay. Somebody's yelling help in the television. Okay, well then ignore everything I just said about seeing Santa, and Kat says, yeah, I do remember that, actually, now that you mention it. So, this is gonna be weird. Are they in the television? (laughs) Well, I mean, they weren't in the television at Christmas, so whatever we heard at Christmas, I don't think that was them. No, but- I mean, Mary was with us. But what if they are now? I don't, Kat is just like, her brain is not computing how what he's saying makes sense. Where, where's Garrett? Garrett went home. Garrett went home. (laughs) And if I recall, Garrett's like next door, right? No, Garrett's down a few blocks. I mean, even if, even if they did, even, okay, let's, let's assume they are in the TV. What, what are we supposed to do about that? I mean... I mean, do you know how to, I I mean, we we can go in and get them, but I don't know how to get into the TV. Do you? No, I have no idea. I, I would never think this would be possible, but after meeting Hollow and going into a coven, I'm pretty much thinking anything can happen at this point. Hollow, can you put us in the TV? (laughs) I don't think so. I can try. Uh, I know there were some witches who had better ability over electric stuff, but I didn't really, I hadn't gotten to that point yet. Oh, but I can try. Well, let's not risk it just because we need more information. I mean, I'm, I'm jumping to wild conclusions, but it is 
odd that all of this stuff seems to be together. Okay, look, I, 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 I need to go talk to Garrett. That's the only option here. So, Hollow, why don't you stay with Cat? I'm just gonna go up the street and I'll knock on his door and see if I can get him. And if not, I'll come back and we'll we'll think about it tomorrow. Okay. All right. Come on, Hollow. Let's go upstairs and I'll get you some pajamas. Thank you. Does Randall have his bike? I don't think I do. He can t- you can take Cat's. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take Cat's bike. I'm right over there. All right. So you ride over there and uh, knock on the door. Uh-huh. And Mr. Did we, did we? Did he get a first name? William. All right. So William Sullivan opens the door. It's so late. I'm so sorry, Mr. Sullivan. Uh, there is a lot of stuff going on right now, but I think Garrett might know a couple things. And I just, I need to talk to him for maybe five minutes and then I'll be gone. I promise. Well, he's not home. Oh, well, I I guess my, my friends had said that he was here. You know what, sir? It It is late. I apologize. I'll I'll, I'll just come back tomorrow morning. I, I, I hate he's, to bother you. He's probably out doing his, playing his little sleuthing game or something. Right, right. Well, again, I apologize. There's a, there's a lot going on with my dad being gone and just... Uh, Your dad's gone? He's He's been missing for a little while now. And uh, it's... Who's taking care of you? Well, Do you need to stay here? No, no, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. DeHaven have have been helping us out. So, I, we're we're all good. It's fine. I just I I thought Garrett might know some things since we hadn't seen him in a little while and maybe he just, you know, had had run across something, but it, it it's fine. I I won't bother you anymore tonight, I promise. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously you know where we live, so if you need anything, yeah, yeah, just no. Let us know. No no problem, sir. Thank you. Thank you for your help. All right. And Randall is sheepishly going to grab that bike and ride on back to the DeHaven house. All righty. Can I interrupt here for a second? You may. What evening? This is Sunday night? Yes. The ABC Sunday night movie, Perry Mason and Bonanza are our options. The Munsters were on Thursday nights. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like Randall watching Bonanza is a great look. So Randall would watch Bonanza. Oh, yes. Cuss, yes. <laughs> he never misses it. <laughs> I just realized there were only three networks, and so the schedules would probably be pretty Wikipedia'd, and they are. <laughs> yeah. So then let's jump ahead to the next morning. Cat. Yep. What do you do when you wake up? So Cat is going to get herself ready for school, and she is going to go down to the kitchen and have her breakfast, and then she is going to pack up two big mason jars full of the soup that she made last night, and she's going to put them in her backpack, and she is going to bike over to Officer Ross's house. Great. And she's going to knock on the door. <laughs> and about what time do you do this? Ah, uh, I don't know. What time do what time does Swamp's Good High School start? Let's say it's like 7.45. Okay. I don't want it to be, like, I don't want it to be terribly early. He opens the door. Oh, my God. Cat <laughs> holds out the uh, the two jars of soup and she says, I know you were sick and I felt really bad about calling you at home and I made soup last night and I just wanted to bring you some soup to help make you feel better and to say that I'm sorry that I called you at home. I really did think I was calling the police station. <laughs> well, thank you. This That's it's very kind of you. She hands over the soup. Would you like to come in for a minute? Um... Yeah, okay. Great. Uh, Come on in. And he turns around and walks into his living room. 
And Cat follows him in. So his living room, there's a couch basically like right next to the front door. There is the chair that he was sitting in when you saw him in the Christmas episode. Mm -hmm. There's a TV on the opposite wall from the chair. And next to the TV is a fireplace and uh, a nice hearth and a mantle. And above the mantle is a like a very nice picture. It is a, just kind of like an abstract painting. And there's a couple of built-in bookshelves in his walls that are stock full of books and he says i'll be right back and walks down the hall a little bit to his kitchen you can hear him set the jars down and then start walking back um when he comes back cat is going to say i actually did have one question for you okay so like as a police officer you spend a lot of time trying to get criminals to tell you things that they don't want to tell you right (laughs) 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 of of course. How do you do that? When I went through training at the, the police academy, they taught us interrogation techniques and ways to uh, talk to people, get them to slip up. Can you teach me how to get somebody to tell you something when they don't want to tell you? Because I feel like something happened and I don't remember it. And I know that all my friends do remember it and none of them will tell me what it is. And I don't know if they won't tell me because they think, I'm stupid, or if they won't tell me for some other reason, but I think that if something bad happened to me, I have a right to know, and I don't, every time I ask them about it, they just change the subject, and I don't know how to get them to tell me what happened and why I can't remember. It seems like if they're your friends and they're not telling you, there's probably a good reason. But if something bad happened to you and you could remember that something bad happened, but you couldn't remember what it was, wouldn't you want to know? Uh... Wouldn't you want your friends to tell you? I don't know. I mean, it depends on uh, how bad it was. Well, and I don't know how bad it was because I can't remember it. I just, I remember some things, but I keep having these weird dreams and they don't, and they don't feel like they're dreams that my head just made up. They feel like I'm dreaming something that actually happened, but I can't make any sense of it. And when I try to talk to my friends about it, they just give each other these weird looks and then they change the subject and I'm getting really tired of always being in the dark about everything. And I, I just need to know how to get them to tell me something that they don't want to tell me. All right. How about this? Have a seat. And a lot of times the interrogation like this is, I mean, it kind of hinges on knowing, like, y- you have to use certain techniques based off of the situation. So why don't you tell me more about what's going on? And uh, roll charm for me. Oh, Jesus, I don't think I've ever rolled charm. <laughs> you can get used to it. <laughs> That's a two. Take an adversity token yep. as you just feel very charmed by Officer Ross right now. Like you just feel comfortable telling him more about the situation. Okay. When when did all of the witch stuff happen? That was October? Yes. Okay, so back in October, you remember when Walter Green went missing and you came to the school? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember so that. So right around that time... My friends and I discovered that we we met this girl, and her name's Hollow, and she's a witch. And I know that this is all going to sound crazy, but I need you to just... Like she was a witch for Halloween. This is all going to sound crazy, and I know that, but I need you to listen, and I need you just to just, just believe the story that I'm telling. So she's a witch, and there's this coven of witches that lived in the woods, and they'd been stealing kids for like a long, long time. And we went to try to... Fight them, and I don't remember what happened. I know that we beat them, 
and I know that they're gone, but I don't remember anything in between that. And I feel like there's something really bad that happened because I keep having these dreams and people are dead and I don't know why I'm having these dreams. And my friends won't talk to me about it. Okay. Well, that sounds like a lot. And I know it sounds crazy. I do. I know that it sounds crazy. But Hollow can do things that there's no other explanation. Hollow is the uh, the the young the young girl who's been hanging out with that uh, fugitive. My cousin Randall? Well, he's yes. not really a fugitive. He's not. It's just fun to call him that. <laughs> but yes, that that's Hollow. Okay. And you say that she's a witch. She can, like, do things with her mind. He puts a hand on your shoulder. Cat, imagination is... This is not my imagination, incredible. Officer Ross. I promise you. We can all do incredible things Officer with Ross, our minds. Officer Ross, she can light fires with her mind. She can make it rain in my dining room. There are a lot of weird okay. things that happened. You remember how Walter just went missing and then all of a sudden he just showed back up again? Well, yeah, he was reported missing. Did he ever tell you where he was? Yes. There was the whole big thing about it, the... Greens sent him off to camp. No, they didn't. And forgot to tell us about it. No, they didn't. Okay, we've got it in the official report. It's fine. The witches kidnapped him. Shaw. And they took him into the woods, and my friends and I went to try to find him, and something bad happened, and they won't tell me what it was. And I want to know what happened and what I can't remember. And I need to know how to get my friends to tell me what they don't want to tell me. Maybe these uh, friends of yours aren't really your friends. Kat sh- just shakes her head and stands up and she says, this was, a, this was a bad idea. I'm sorry. I need to get to school. Enjoy your soup. And she Listen, leaves. wait, wait, Kat, wait. I'm sorry. If you want some tips, I can give you some tips. I would appreciate that. I'm working the night shift tonight, but Wednesday... After school, come by and we'll go over some stuff. Okay. Thank you for the soup. Thank you, Officer Ross. I hope you feel better. Have a good day at school. Okay, thanks. And so Kat's going to hop on her bike and she's going to go around the corner and then she's going to park her bike. (laughs) She's going to cut through the backyards. Does Officer Ross have a fence? Yes, he does. Is there a woodpile near it? (laughs) (laughs) Let me roll for it. No, there's not. Uh, can Cat try to climb the fence? She certainly can. Roll flight. Flight. That is a seven with my adversity tokens. I have two more. I give you two That's more. That's a nine with James's adversity tokens. What the heck? I'll give you two more. That's an eleven <laughs> with David's adversity tokens. You are able to scale that fence. Awesome. Yes, she is. So I'm gonna drop down into his yard, and I'm gonna see if there are any windows down into the basement. Uh, there are no windows down into the basement. Is there? Rats. There's nothing. There's not even like the little like our basement's got like little tiny windows. There's no. Yeah, this one doesn't. Oh, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess Kat's going to give up on that plan then. Unless Officer Ross wants to notice her in his backyard and come have more conversation. Well, uh, give me a second. He's about to roll brains to see What's if he What's his brains dice? You. 12. I feel like a cop hey, should have a higher Mary. brains die, but... There's, there's one higher than a 12. I know, and I feel like that should be... I don't know. I just feel like a cop should be, you know, super duper smart. Cops should be lots of things, but... <laughs> is his grit d20 i don't know maybe we'll find out someday <laughs> <laughs> nice trying to build a officer ross of my own officer ross you hear his back door open and he steps outside and you hear him say what was that noise 
That was just me. Sorry, I saw a cat and it looked like it might be hurt, but then it jumped over your fence, and so I was going to try to catch it so that if it was hurt, I could help it. But it got—I I guess it like went into the bushes or something. I don't know. I'm sorry. And cat starts so trying to climb is, back over the fence. Cat can't catch the cat. Yep. Great. Don't climb over my fence. Sorry. Listen, I can tell there's more going on here. So talk to me. Really talk to me. What's going on? Cat's going to think for a second. You don't have any windows in your basement. I don't. I just think that's weird. We have windows in our basement. I thought basements had to have windows. Like just little ones. But like, so you don't get completely stuck in it. Like if you're in the basement and you need to get out of the basement, but the doors are locked. I thought that you had to have windows you could climb out. Why would I lock myself in the basement well you probably wouldn't lock yourself in the basement but what if there was like a tornado or something and the house fell down then having a window in the basement would be bad because then the glass would break and i could get hurt not not as hurt as (laughs) 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 not not as hurt as like you know being trapped in the basement forever because your house fell down on top of your head and you can't get out of the basement because your house is on your head. Well, if that happens, that's on me. I don't know. I just, I was chasing the cat and I noticed you didn't have any basement windows and it seemed weird. Maybe I don't have a basement. I thought all the houses in this neighborhood had basements. Do you not have a basement? I don't have a basement. Oh, weird. All right. Where do you keep your Christmas decorations? My attic. Oh, see, we don't have an attic. Ah, see, there we go. We keep all of our (laughs) Christmas decorations down in the basement. Okay. So wholesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess if you see the cat, I guess see if you can catch it. It really did look like its leg hurt. It was like right. limping. I was actually really surprised that it was able to climb the fence. What kind of cat was it? I don't know. It was like brown. It's just a brown. It was just a brown cat. Okay. Thanks. I'll keep an eye out. Okay. It's now canon that cat is better at describing cats than clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry I climbed your fence. It's, uh, it's fine. I'll see you you Wednesday. Okay, do you need a ride to school? No, I've got my bike. All right. Bye, Officer Ross. Cat's gonna climb back over the fence. Very confused about why he said he doesn't have a basement when she knows he had a basement, because she got partway down the stairs to his basement (laughs) that one time on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Makes her really suspicious. (laughs) <laughs> but that's okay. All right. Do me a favor and roll brawn to get over the fence. Oh. That's a 12. Oh, yeah. You just pop right over that thing. No problem. I friendship them so hard. I assume it's like it's like a little fence, like a normal fence, not like a big old six-foot privacy fence. Yeah, no. It's not a big old six-foot privacy fence. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It might be by the end of today. <laughs> <laughs> if we keep showing up at his house, probably. Garrett and Randall, y'all have woken up. What do you do Monday morning? Garrett's going to go about his regular morning routine. Up too early, out, couple cups of coffee, doesn't need the coffee, has the coffee anyway, stakes out the donut shop in town, checks in on the cops who are on duty, notices that uh, Officer Ross isn't working this morning, still gets to school late. Randall? Randall has, uh, he's talked to his teachers and he's he's kind of staying out in school, out of school a couple of days to, to deal with affairs at the shop and stuff. And so he is waiting outside the school, sitting on the front steps, waiting for Garrett. <laughs> Okay, so Garrett, as you approach the school, mm-hmm. you see that Randall is sitting on the steps there. Uh, b- b- real quick, Randall, where is Hollow? Is she with you? Yeah, she's with me. Okay, great. Morning. Morning. Um, I know you're already late for school, and 
I don't need to make that any worse, but I'm not worried about it. Do you uh do you know anything about Lincoln integrated systems? Oh boy. I'm supposed to be there this afternoon for my new job. <laughs> really? There's something not right going on there, Randall, and 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 I tried to explain it yesterday, but then I got into an argument with with Mr. Lawrence because Mary Sue's missing, and I don't think it's right, and he was just so calm about it, and it's not good. You know, Garrett, I think I read you wrong a while ago. I'm pretty sure you're onto something, because there's definitely something not right. There's a giant floating box of static. It just floats. And and there's a lot of bright flashing lights and uh and they hired me and um <laughs> there's another tent that you're not supposed to eat your lunches in and um <laughs> I happen I have a lot of candy in my pocket and um I'm wearing the same pants I wore yesterday. I'm not ashamed, I don't care. Um <laughs> Do you happen to know how to make fi- fake IDs? No. I don't know how to make fake IDs. Cuss. Cuts, but, that's uh, we're supposed to know how to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, we're also pretty lawful at the same time, unfortunately. You have to forge your own forgery badge. <laughs> Why don't... I mean, I, I'm not going to school right now because I've got to deal with my dad's... with the business and customers and things like that. What's going on with your dad? He's missing. He's missing too? Yeah. Garrett looks visibly more awake now. Why don't you and I take the day and do a little investigate? Uh, excuse me. Excuse Twist me. my arm. What, nerd? Hi there. Um, it's a small, nerdy-looking kid that you both recognize as Sherman Morgan. <laughs> it's like a law firm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and... He's like, hey, I'm I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to um, eavesdrop, but I heard that you need a fake ID. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Listen, I can make that happen for you <laughs> for like 50 bucks. Uh, how much money you got? 30 and I'll show you how to pick locks. I make fake IDs. I already know how to pick locks. <sighs> Randall is just wide-eyed at both of them. <laughs> 40 and I'll teach you how to hit somebody with a mag light so they stop chasing you. How about 30 and your burly friend here beats up some of the jocks who put me in lockers? Yes, deal. Well, no, hey. <laughs> I don't just go around beating up people for no reason. They deserve it. You are lawful and they are harming smaller citizens. How about I try to intimidate them first? Look, if you can get them to stop, then I'm fine with however you do it. We'll do whatever it takes. Yes, deal. Great. So he pulls out a pad of paper that has like, he's on like maybe the last three pages of this little small flip notebook. Like like as he's flipping through, you can see are just like chock full of details to put on fake IDs. (laughs) Okay. uh, So so what do you need? I need an ID that says Randall DeHaven. Okay. What the cuss? Um, uh, so, uh, uh, 15 years old. Can we, can we put my height as, like, six foot? Is that believable? <laughs> no. You don't look six foot. I mean, who really looks at the height anyway? Like. What is this for? A job. Oh, my God. You're getting a fake ID for a job. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> hey. Hey. Who's the one who gets shoved in lockers all the time? All right, fine. Listen. Great. I'll put six feet. Great. Thank you. 
What else do I need on an ID? I don't know. Uh, address? Um, yeah. Yeah, an address. You want me to just make one up? No, hold on. Leon Gaday's address. Leon Gaday's address. <laughs> 420 Cotton Street. While she's looking, uh, just just FYI, fifty dollars in 1966 dollars is the equivalent of three hundred and ninety dollars today. Jesus. And she uh-huh. talked him down to thirty, which is the equivalent of two hundred and thirty-four dollars. So that is some great bargaining. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, she uh, offered him forty, and he was like, "How about 30? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, 1060 West Addison. 1060 West Addison. Are you just trying to get me to say words with S in them? No, but I'm really enjoying that that was the the side effect. Great. Cool. You're (laughs) a great person. What movie did they send them to Wrigley Field in? Blues Brothers? Blues Brothers. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Great. And, uh, how about Big Burly Man? You need one? (laughs) It's not a bad idea. You should take the deal. Take the deal. I mean, I can't really cut the same deal that I just cut with you with him. I'm good. <gasps> Thank you. Okay, great. I can have this for you by the end of the day. That's good, because I'm supposed to be there at three o'clock. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me out here after after school, then. Perfect. Okay, bye. Bye. Is he single? <laughs> <laughs> You hear you hear static, and it's like is he single? <laughs> I was just thinking about how easy it would be to do fake IDs in the '60s before like photos and stuff. Man, mm-hmm. you yeah. have a good typewriter. And yeah, that's it. It's pretty much exactly what Sherman's doing. <laughs> Sherman job, Morgan dude. is Tom Hanks. Sherman Morgan has that entrepreneurial spirit <laughs> <laughs> and access to the school's good typewriters. <laughs> Because he's absolutely going to be doing this during, like, typing class, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. So then, um, Kat, do you go to school after your attempt of whatever's going on? Okay. Kat goes to class. Garrett? We were going elsewhere, weren't we? Garrett and Randall Randall are investigating. Perfect. We're we're going on an adventure. Talk to me about where you're going. I'm letting Garrett lead the way, because I got no leads at this point, and he knows everything about Lincoln Integrated Systems. So we're going We're going back to Jake's Shakes to debrief. Okay. So you guys get to Jake's Shakes, and it is back and open, and everything's fine. That's... Oh, yeah, that's right. There was a fire. I wasn't there for that. There is, however... You know, there's some, some fire scorch marks around around where the jukebox used to be. Unfortunate. Randall, you recognize a very familiar looking scorch mark coming from the outlet where the jukebox had been plugged in. It is definitely a scorch mark from the buzzing man. Oh, cuss. Sounds like you have some information yourself, Scout. Yeah. Well, remember, there's a uh, there's something that comes out of the static, kind of like a. I mean, it's it's nearly impossible to describe. It looks like a person, but he's buzzing with static, kind of like a buzzing man. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. He, he came out of the television at the DeHaven's house and attacked me. And the marks on the walls at the house. Look an awful lot like that mark right there. Does Garrett recognize the mark as similar to the marks from the outlets at Mike's Bikes? Yes. That's got to all be connected. Those those same those same marks were at the outlets at, at Mike's Bikes yesterday when I went to find Mary Sue and she wasn't there. Well, I managed to get away from him and hide, and he went up into one of the streetlights. Sci-fi. 
Uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, huh. What the cuss are we dealing with, Garrett? And right at that moment, the power goes out. Kids on Bike stars James Anderson, David Hanna, Diana Lorraine, Kate Harlow, Aaron King, and Daniel Spencer. Follow Renegade Studios at Play Renegade on Twitter for more information about the game. Check us out at kidsonbikescast.com and our Patreon at patreon.com slash kidsonbikescast to see how to get access to secret bike lock episodes and first dibs on our merchandise. Thank you for listening to Kids on Bikes.